Hey, if you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world World of of food. food. First, did you hear Chick-fil-A is removing a popular item from its menu? The classic side salad will be gone by Easter. So many people love getting that with grilled nuggets on top, so they're very sad. Second, guess what you can get for breakfast at Dunkin' now. Breakfast tacos. What? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it sounds really yummy. It's a warm flour tortilla loaded up with scrambled eggs, melted sharp white cheddar cheese, fire-roasted corn, and a drizzle of tangy lime crema. You can add crumbled bacon if you want. Mm, I, w- I was hoping you were going to say like the, the, quote, taco shell was a donut. Oh, wow. (laughs) Now you're talking. (laughs) Finally, in the world of food, KFC just launched new Kentucky Fried Chicken Nuggets. Just like the original recipe with 11 herbs and spices, just in nugget form. Hmm, What will they think of next? That seems kind of like a no-brainer, doesn't it? Yeah, I can't believe they haven't had those for years. Yeah, Yeah, me too. Has your company called everyone back to the office recently? Coming up, return to work has resulted in these thefts at shocking rates. Has your company called everyone back to the office recently? Return to work has resulted in these thefts at shocking rates. You want to guess what it is, Kev? It's got to be something from the fridge. <laughs> you, you're close. I thought it was food. I thought because somebody just stole three of my egg bites the other day. And I, <laughs> the only reason I knew they were stolen is because there was one on the top of the trash can. Like it was the empty packaging. I'm like, oh, someone else buys Costco egg bites too. Yeah. And then I looked in the fridge and like, all my egg bites are gone. But no, believe it or not, <laughs> it's it's more reminiscent of you and your wife, Tracy, having four kids. It is not food. It's forks. Ah, uh, yes. Apparently it's impossible for any uh. offices to keep forks around anymore. Um, but what I want to know is what kind of fancy schmancy office are you working in that you got real forks? Real silverware. We got the plastic ones. <laughs> Maybe that's what they mean. People were taking home the boxo plastic ones. No, they meant like the cutlery. Real, yeah. Huh. Wow. Maybe that's European offices. They have real yeah. silverware. That's, that's, that is pretty fancy schmancy. My wife sent me a reel of uh, a husband and how he greets his wife when she comes home every day. Uh, and it's really sweet when I share what, what he does with you. You're really going to love it. And it, it got me to thinking, like, do you have a special way that you greet your better half when you get home after a long day? Or are you guys, you know, just seeing each other after some some hours apart? We'd love to hear about it. But this old guy, how he greets his wife, I, I think I might steal what he's doing. We'll tell, tell you about it next. Should you have a, a special way you greet your better half when they come home from work or when you come home from work? Uh, my wife sent me a video of this little old man. I guess he's retired and his wife maybe is still working or she has a part-time job or something. But a neighbor videoed him. Uh, he goes out in the street and as she's walking up their street, he goes out into the road and he stands at the end of their driveway and he has this little like dance, this little jig that Aww. he does. And when she finally gets there, he waits for her to get all the way up to him, and she gives him, he gives her a big hug. How quaint and cool is that, especially the fact that she can walk to work? That is adorable. Or she I takes love a bus that or who, story who knows? so But whatever much. the deal is, when is she so walks sweet. up the driveway, he's giving her this big hug yeah, and, that's and awesome. doing this little, <laughs> this little dance for her that was just so sweet. So I'm wondering, do you have a way of greeting your better half when they come home or when you come home. I'm just to excited it. to hear you're going to start dancing for Tracy. <laughs> so we're talking about this uh, this little old man who greets his wife when she comes home from work every day with a little dance. A neighbor videoed it and it's become this like internet sensation. But um, I remember when my kids were little, when I would get home from work, I would call it running the gauntlet because I'd pull in the driveway and first all four kids would come running out. 
and everybody got a hug. So I have to make it through all of them. Then as I got up the steps, the dogs were at the door. And I had you guys know we have a ton of dogs. So I'd have to pet every dog in the head. And then Trace would be standing in the kitchen. I would finally get to her and give her a big hug and a kiss. But I it would it was like a 10-minute long process to get through all four kids. That's guess what awesome. I did today? Daddy, daddy, daddy. Guess That's what I did? Guess love. what I did? Right, right. Oh, Very blessed. it was awesome. Great memory. I it's funny. I love that story about the the little old man with the dance and the hug. And there's two things I wanted to add. First of all, it makes me feel guilty because when we had two dogs, we had um, Alex the Wondermutt and Jackson the Scottish Terrier. When Glenn came home, it was like a huge deal. And I had this thing because I would get the dogs all hyped up. I would go, Glenn is home. He's home. And he had this like huge welcome between me and two dogs. And now that we right now currently don't have a dog, it's kind of like, hey. Well, maybe you like, could just, just not, stand there and yell that anyway. I gotta, I gotta, yeah, Glenn <laughs> is home. And the other thing that I was going to say is by um, by that old man hugging his wife, uh, they, I don't know if you remember, they said it came out that hugging for women in marriage is so vital and important, mm. and it actually reduces her stress. Mm. The hor- the cortisol hormone, the stress hormone cortisol reduces when the husband greets his wife with a hug. So, mm. so it's totally worth it. I, I think you should add the dance, though, too, Kev. That's, <laughs> right, we'll that's quite the touch. We'll see. So you ever do any scriptural reading and you read some a story from the Bible and you're like, well, well, well I want to know more. What what happened next? Or, you know, what, what was the deal surrounding those circumstances? Mm-hmm. And uh, the wedding in Cana, I love that story, right? They run out of wine and and Jesus' mom, Mary, she's like, Jesus, hey, they ran out of they ran out of wine. Hook them up, do something. He's like, woman, it's not my time yet. And she's like, that, that, come on, just do it. And he does it, right? I'm giving the Cliff Notes version. But what happened in the weeks after that? Like, if that was me, I would know, like, okay, do not get mad at your mom in public. Do not correct her in public. Do not say something that's going to embarrass her in public, even though she's embarrassing you. And I would have, like, a week later gone, hey, mom, that thing at the wedding, can we not do that again? Because <laughs> I tried to tell you politely it wasn't my time, and you kept pressing it. So... You know, thank goodness no one's writing this down for all eternity. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, but Jesus, it was embarrassing for the couple. We needed to fix it. Right. I want to know. I want to know the real, the, the pragmatic human side of the story. What happened? Because, you know, we get the, oh, and then they made the vats of water into wine and it yeah. was great. The end. No. That is not the end. <laughs> I want to know about the conversation, you know, when they were walking home. Mom, come on. <laughs> Don't put me on the spot like that. I love you, but <laughs> enough. I'm not, I'm not a wine drinker, but I want to know, was did people who do drink wine, did they think it was the best wine they'd ever had well, in their according lives? To, according to the story, yeah, right? So, but, Save the best for last. But uh, the dynamic, I mean, I'm just, I'm fascinated because I've seen, I've had a front row seat to the mom-son dynamic with my wife and our firstborn, our son. And then my mom and I had a very close and very unique relationship. So the relationship between Mary and Jesus fascinates me, especially that story. I want to know the rest of it. I want to know what happened before. Did the did the did the uh, the host come up to Mary and go, "Hey, I don't want to put Jesus on the spot, but I hear he can do you know some pretty cool stuff. Think he could do something about the wine? <laughs> Hold on, I got you, Jesus. <laughs> you know, probably. What, right, what I want to know the peripheral story, not just the main story. Coming up, did you know there's a big difference between what teachers say to parents and what they really mean? Do you know there's a big difference between what teachers say 
to moms and dads and what they really mean. Okay. A teacher admitted that y'all have a secret code when communicating to moms and dads. So here is the decoder ring. Uh, (laughs) When they use the phrase, your child is very social. Oh, no. (laughs) That means... They won't stop talking. Right. I'm having flashbacks right when you said that. <laughs> if you're at the parent-teacher meeting and they, the teacher says, their excitement in the classroom is contagious, <laughs> that means they will not calm down. <laughs> and if the teacher says to you, parents, mom and dad, wow, you right there, you have a natural born leader. Oh, no. <laughs> that is a gentle way of saying your child is bossy <laughs> so my daughter came home from school this was this was over 20 years ago right i think she was in preschool maybe maybe first grade uh came home and she said my teacher said like three or four times today bless your heart she really loves me <laughs> <laughs> whoops so let's talk about this apparently teachers have a code they phrase things nicely <laughs> to let your kid they let you know that your kid's like won't stop talking in the classroom or something like that. So this is wide open. Would love to hear. I'd love to hear from teachers. Love to hear from parents. I would love to hear from kids. Like when have teachers used that type of phrase? And you're like, uh oh, <laughs> I'm gonna read between the lines on this. Maybe it was you. Maybe it was after a parent teacher meeting with your own kid. Whatever your story is, we'd love to hear it. Hey Mary, we're talking about a code that teachers use to uh, let parents know or even let the kid know that they're they're misbehaving, but to phrase it a little more gently, a little more politely. And you're a teacher. Have you ever used the code? Oh, all the time. <laughs> you, can't, you can't tell parents what you really want to say. Professionalism. <laughs> so, so you have to break it down gently. And no parent wants to hear that their kid is, you know, being horrible in the classroom and not doing what they're supposed to do. So you say it in a nice way. like they're such a born leader when they're bossy hey amanda it's kevin and taylor we're talking about how teachers have a code they use when they're really trying to let parents know something uh, a little bit that needs improvement with their child do you do that i uh i do it on a daily basis i'm a daycare teacher so uh we definitely deal with some some not nice friends and have to put it in nice ways (laughs) (laughs) do you have a good example (laughs) Um, I do. I was a toddler teacher for a long time, and the worst thing about toddlers is biting. So, you know, when you have a friend who just looks at somebody and thinks, hmm, they look like they were covered in bacon grease and just takes a big old chunk, you just have to really put it delicately to both parents. You know, uh, uh, Abby and her friend were playing together, and they both wanted the same toy and so-and-so got a little upset and attempted to fight the friend, but <laughs> but we intervened, and the friend is okay, and they shared the toy, and look, here's a picture of them being friends now. There you go. And <laughs> Absolutely. No truth to the rumor. The other kids are calling that child Jaws. That is false. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is your guaranteed put you in a good mood story of the day. Any weddings coming up in your family? We've got two, one in April, one in September. Well, this is such a sweet story. It was a miracle. This dad was able to walk his daughter down the aisle. You see, Orange County Deputy Hal Davis was injured a year ago. A freak accident. He's just out in the yard doing yard work, and a tree fell on him and left him temporarily paralyzed. Well, after a year of intense therapy... 
he regained even more movement and got enough movement to walk his daughter down the aisle with some assistance. She kind of had to help him. Mm. The video has gone viral and it totally got me. I I just got all teared up. They played a strings version of Vanessa Carlton's song where she sings, I would walk a thousand miles if I could just see you tonight. And the grin on dad's face, you can tell he is so proud of his daughter Mm. that he was able to walk her down the aisle after all that hard work. It's just beautiful. Wow. That is a great story. Okay. Does this happen with your kids? You feel like they always want mommy or they always want daddy. (laughs) Well, coming up, this is such a great example that in this family, mom is the default. Hey, does it feel like your kids always want mommy or always want daddy? And then you're like, it's a mommy's girl, daddy's girl. Uh, This is such a great example that in this family, mom is the default parent. Tony Ann is from Florida and proved that it's hard for mom to get just one minute to herself, one minute of peace. Okay. She's off grocery shopping. Dad's in charge of their six-year-old daughter and three-year-old son. She gets a call on her phone from their video doorbell. It's the kids. The three-year-old is upset because the battery on his tablet is dead. And mom keeps asking, where's daddy? Where is daddy? And the kid keeps saying, I don't know. Mommy, my tablet's not working. Where are you right now? Where's daddy? I don't know. People are joking about it on social media, calling her the default parent and using lines like, Never mind consulting the project manager goes straight to corporate. (laughs) Dad was out in the garage, by the way. Right. He's eventually on the ring doorbell talking to his wife like, I got this. I'm fine. (laughs) Kev, you know how you like to tease me about my vacations? You're always like, I like to lay on the beach and you and Glenn like to climb mountains and it's ridiculous. That's not a vacation. Uh, Well, um, I got home the other day and my husband's like, I know where we're going on our next trip and get ready to have fun making fun of me again. I'll (laughs) tell you about it next. So if you've listened to the Kevin and Taylor show for a while, you know that Kev loves to make fun of my vacations because he and Tracy loved toes in the sand chill on the beach, sun and fun. And Glenn and I love the mountains. And when we go to the mountains, we love to hike. And and Kev is always like, that's no vacation. So I don't know if this was inspired, if Glenn heard about your YOLO cruise for your anniversary in October uh, to Europe or what inspired this. But I got home the other day and um, and he says, I know where we're going on our next vacation. And I was like, where? And he names a country that honestly, I don't really know that I'd ever heard of. <laughs> and he cashed in our credit card points, got free flights to Slovenia. And I was like, what? Where? What? And I started looking around and researching. It's about the size of New Jersey. And they pretty much have it all. They have mountains. They have beautiful gorges and lakes. And they even have a, a oceanfront. Mm. We're going to stay along the water for part of the time. So actually, we are kind of going to be toes in the sand like you and Tracy for at least two nights. So, yeah, I was like, what? I had never even really heard of it. I don't even know how to say hello in Slovenian. So I've got a lot of learning to do between now and when we go. Who goes to Slovenia? <laughs> That's part of what motivated it. Because you know how you I keep having on the show the, the theme that travel is back, travel is back. This mm-hmm. many million people are going to be passing through the airport and da 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 He was looking for 
off the beaten path. He was looking for a place that not a lot of people would go to. And it, I'm, I couldn't be more excited. It looks gorgeous. And, you know, it's right by Italy. It's between Italy and Croatia. And so there's a lot of, like, there's towns where there's all these Venetian influences mm-hmm. because it's not that far from Venice. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I'm so excited. Any chance of Putin invading while you're there? <laughs> he said that's what his parents are going to say. We haven't told his mom and dad yet. That's in that cluster yeah, yeah, of countries yeah. that are pretty darn close. Yeah, his parents, his dad especially is going to flip. <laughs> Slovenia didn't see that coming. You're going to Slovenia mm-hmm. for vacation. Yeah. Having just one small country between you and Ukraine. That's <laughs> that's not a vacation. I want Which to one take. is it? Uh, Croatia? Hungary. Hungary. Looks like Hungary is between you and Ukraine. Yeah. You were telling me um, someone you know just got back from Poland. And I was like, did they run into any refugees oh, when yeah. they got back? Mm. It's fascinating. Yeah. That's uh, yeah, uh, interesting. Here's what I want to know. How does how, what's the decision making process of all the places in the world to go? Slovenia is the place for us. I mean, how do you decide? I, how do you make that decision to say like when we when we have our vacation? Slovenia, mm-hmm. a country you just said you'd never even heard of. <laughs> <laughs> that's former how, Yugoslavia. How, did, how do you and Glenn together decide like that's it? That's where we're going. Well, he told me about it. Like I said, he, I came home and he's like, I know where I want, we we should go on our next vacation. I was like, what? And you immediately start Google image it. And mm-hmm. it is one of the most beautiful countries I've ever seen. I mean, the mountains and the uh, the Lohar Valley and the, the capital is like just gorgeous and then the the just the old venetian town along the water that's really close to italy we might dip into italy real quick mm-hmm. on the road trip because mm-hmm. the whole country is the size of new jersey so uh-huh. a lot of people stay in the same hotel the whole time and not move around because everything's so close you guys remind me of that that old show lifestyles of the rich and famous <laughs> don't miss a sizzling second of the all-new lifestyles of the rich and famous and i'm robin leach with those champagne wishes and caviar dreams in slovenia <laughs> i mean like i, just, I said i, could, I mean i could have spun a globe and like seen all the countries in the yeah. world and i would never have picked that one i think that's why i'm so excited about it yeah. like it's just so different and unique and the, I was reading about our, our um, neighbor gave us a book about the food there. It looks delicious. I was reading that like mm, yesterday. Gotcha. Well, so. it sounds uh, it sounds like an adventure. Were you like me when you were watching this Super Bowl and the He Gets Us ad came on? And you had to rewind it and go, hang on, that was an ad about Jesus. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It really stood out, didn't it? And people are really talking about it. So the other day, Kev, I went ahead and texted to 70193, the word Salem. Mm-hmm. That's the company that owns us, our radio station. And and guess what? They're going to be sending me all kinds of cool stuff like reading plans and prayer guides and other tools. That's really cool because you see it around on billboards. It's come up in my social media feed and constantly, you know, like during a big game, you see that he gets us ads and you can be a part of that movement. That's awesome. Yeah, over 45,000 people have already signed up to be part of the he gets us fans community. And those spots are so well done. I want to be a part of it. I want to help get the word out and I want to be praying that the spots are going to have a huge impact. Here's how to sign up. Text the word Salem, that's S-A-L-E-M to the number 70193. Think about this. How long do you take in the shower? Coming up, have you heard of the latest trend? They're called everything showers. How long on average does it take you in the shower? 
Watch out, water bill. Introducing the latest trend, the everything shower instead of the everything bagel. Um, it's it's not simply about washing. It includes a whole host of self-care practices from slathering on thick, deeply conditioning hair mask and using luxurious cleanser on your skin to shaving and exfoliating from head to toe. Some even like to combine the practice with a fluffy robe or a scented candle. Now, while it's nothing new, the Everything Shower has been gaining popularity on TikTok. In fact, mm. uh, that hashtag, Everything Showers, amassed 32 million views on the platform just in the past 30 days. And they say uh, that Everything Showers are good for your mental health. And experts say it's an affordable and accessible way to do something nice for yourself for a change. I think my youngest daughter is the inventor of the Everything Shower. <laughs> Every shower she takes is an Everything Shower. Uh, it seems like we can watch watch entire episodes of shows and the water still going and to saying it's good for your mental health she is one of the most chill people <laughs> i have ever see no there's so, something too in everything shower yeah, maybe there's some something to it maybe april is she's very quiet she's the silent genius what's the secret to your your chillness it's the everything shower just please don't call my husband and ask him about my shower length yeah yeah, Are you an everything shower person? You're yes. pretty lengthy? Yes. Huh, no kidding. <laughs> Taylor, would you you describe yourself as being low maintenance in life? Do you think a pretty low maintenance chick? Um, overall, yes. So what's the deal with these super long showers then? I mean, what? It's, what, what? it's just my thing. There's a it's lot to thing. do. There's a lot to get done in there. There's like a list of tasks. Yet simultaneously, you don't think you're high maintenance. You're in other areas of my life, I'm chick. not. But with showers, I am. <laughs> All right. If you don't mind... Can you share with the world? What's taking so long in there? <laughs> sure. All right. We'll talk about it next. So we're talking about people who take a long time in the shower. My daughter April does. My wife Tracy does. She's got this mane of curly hair that takes forever to get wet and then wash and then rinse and then condition and then mm-hmm. rinse again. So yep. she takes a long time. But what, Taylor, you're saying you're taking like record setting showers. What's the deal? Uh, it's bugged. At first it bugged my parents, my mom and my dad growing up. This they is have a five daughters. Habit. Yeah. Oh. And then now my husband, he just, he's, he's given up. He used to beg me. He'd be like, is there anything you can do to streamline so that you don't have to get up so early <laughs> for work? And I'm like, no, it just takes me a while. And so anyway, um, no, every woman knows what it's like. Pretty much every shower can become an everything shower. Because okay. here's the deal. You uh, you get the water. Well, depending on the time of year, I get the space heater going in the bathroom. Then you get the water hot before you step in. So it's not miserable. Then you you wet everything down. You have to wash your hair. Sometimes you rinse and wash it again if it feels like it's not quite clean enough. Then you get the conditioner going while you wash your body and you shave your legs, your armpits, the whole deal. Um, let's see. Then you got to rinse. And then, oh, then there's the exfoliation, um, <laughs> including my lips. Because, like, I think, yeah, I think I get dry lips. And I'm you, sleeping. Wait, 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 what does that process involve? You, you have just, like a loofah on your lips? No, you just take a little bit of the exfoliation and get it on your lips and rub that. And then I have one of those um, Amapad things. And so you what do your that? feet. What's Amapad? Ex- what is that? It's like this, it's battery powered and it spins this um, pumice stone and it, it softens your feet. You get all the calluses <laughs> off your feet. Wow. <laughs> and then, you do and then every sometimes day. for fun at the end, because it kind of wakes me up, I have this other soap in there that's peppermint. 
And I might use a little bit of that because it like it's this tingly wake you up smell. And it's like, ah, time to get up. Peppermint soap. Put a timer on this. Beginning to end. Beginning to end. How much? Ooh, what's the I time don't investment? I want to know. I'm not sure. It's got to be minimum 15, but it's probably more like 20. But I don't set a <laughs> okay. timer because I don't want to Translation, everyone. It's a half hour. <laughs> <laughs> well, then wait till you get out of the shower. All the lotions and There's potions. more? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I kind of was vulnerable and kind mm-hmm. of embarrassed myself at my everything shower routine. <laughs> um, hashtag. So, uh, Kev, I got to ask you this. I heard some guys chatting the other day. Okay. And I did not realize that with a lot of guys, they don't wash their hair that often. It was a group of three guys. Um, One of them washes their hair every day. Mm -hmm. The other one was like, oh, no, not more than once a week because you got to weigh it down and that gives you a big clump of hair and you can work with it. And then the other guy was every other day. I didn't know this. I figure guys wash their hair every day. So how about you? What do you do? Uh, Oh, I'm every day. Yeah, every day. But but if you guys have never seen pictures of us on social media or whatever, I've got really long hair. And very, very thick, very long hair. It, it gets nasty like that. I mean, if it could, and I exercise pretty much every day too. Mm-hmm. So I'd have this sweaty, nasty, greasy, oily mess. Yeah. If uh, if I didn't, but I've got it pretty streamlined. I'm I'm pretty quick. I'm in and out. So yeah, I'm not. Well, when you said most it, guys are. when you were lying and saying it took you 15 minutes, we know that means <laughs> a half hour. Uh, I can honestly say 15 minutes max. That's for long for a guy. Uh, I said maximum for me. Yeah. yeah. My husband shaves his face in the shower, so it takes him just a little bit longer. Huh. Does yeah. it without a mirror, huh? Or does yeah. he, uh, he shaves in the shower and then does a little no clean, mirror. little clean up when he uh, gets out? Or does he ever have, I think it just do you ever like, go feel. out and you're like, uh, honey, uh, Well, I think his spot. hair is so light that if he misses a spot, it's not really oh, it's no big, big deal. of a deal. No big deal. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. He's got blonde hair, so. But yeah, there's no no way I could go. If I, I mean, on the weekends, like sometimes on Saturday, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll, I'll miss a day. And by Saturday night, my wife will be like, whew, you're looking rough. <laughs> sometimes you'll, you'll come in here to the radio station. You'll go, I don't know if you can tell, but I washed my hair last night, but I didn't rewash it this morning. <laughs> and I would say, no, no, I can't tell. <laughs> you know, who I would you, never notice. You know who you can't tell if he washes his hair or not? Uh, Griff, our producer Griffin. Oh, you had to bring that up for Griff. <laughs> Griff shaves his head. It's all gone. Yes. <laughs> it's, think of how much more streamlined his life is. Yeah, because of that. The true. Only, by the way, the only reason I wear my hair so long is because my wife loves it. She absolutely adores it and is like, "Don't do not." Like when I say, hey, I'm going to go get a trim. She's like, promise me. It's just like to go the trimmiest of trims. I go, okay. All right. Trimmiest of trimmiest trims. Trimmiest of trims. <laughs> and I'll use that word. I'll go, my wife said the trimmiest of trims. Sometimes I think that Janine, the hairstylist, she just makes scissor noises behind me. <laughs> yes, yeah, she <laughs> and cuts Tracy a, are Cuts a couple of ends off and then goes, hey, great cut. <laughs> Saves hair from other people's haircuts and starts tossing them around That'll behind That'll be $80. <laughs> <laughs>